0: Hey there, welcome to Leading with Grace, a podcast for women going through separation and divorce. Here, I get to share with you principles and tools that will help you to create a revelatory relationship with God so that you can navigate your own separation and divorce with greater peace, confidence, and love for yourself. Hello and welcome back, my friends. I am so excited to be talking to you today. Today is actually March 11th, 2023, and it is the second week that we have held our Women at the Well group. And I have all these, I have all these emotions of like fear and doubt and joy and excitement and compassion and love and more doubt and some fear. (laughs) And where is that fear and doubt coming from? Because I wonder if I am up to the task of what God wants me to do and what he's asking me to do for other women of faith, of other Christian and LDS women going through their separation and divorce. And do I have it in me to be able to help these women navigate their divorce while focusing on their discipleship? that even possible and i pray every day that i am worthy of this calling i pray every day that i have the strength i pray every day that i will receive the wisdom i need to help you in whatever whatever situation you are going through to help you find the answer that you need from a loving god that is that is so aware of what you are going through and so please know that if you are struggling right now and you're wondering how to, to connect with God and your Savior, Jesus Christ, in a higher and holier way, then please reach out to me. Please book an intro call with me. Please email me if, if that is more comfortable for you. Let's connect. Let me help you because that is what I'm here for. All right, in today's episode, I want to talk about the four cornerstones that make up the woman at the well, and it's based on a scripture found in the book of Alma, and it's in chapter 23, verse 6. Now, this particular book, if you've never heard of it, is in the book of Mormon, and so if you're interested in, in reading about the stories of other disciples of Christ ministering to other people, being missionaries, spreading the good word of God please reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions and to send you the book. Like, and if you don't ever want to talk to me after that, that's fine. (laughs) But you might want to, because you might have some questions. So let's chat. (laughs) But in this chapter, chapter 23, verse six, it outlines what the four key elements were that helped missionaries to convert a group of people called the Lamanites. And these missionaries included Ammon, Aaron, hymni, omner, and yes, those are such different words compared to the Bible. But they had a great desire to, to share the good news with their brothers and sisters that did not have this knowledge. And when they were able to put themselves out there, convert a king, and then from converting a king He then opened the doors of his whole kingdom to these missionaries. And from opening the doors to to the whole kingdom, thousands and thousands of men and women and children were converted to Christ. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that unreal? And these men and women and children, they changed. They no longer wanted to be enemies. They no longer wanted to pick up a sword and to fight and to be angry and to be hateful and vengeful. They were truly converted to Christ. And in verse six, I want to read to you these four elements and I wanna see if you can pick them out, okay? So I'm gonna read this. And as sure as the Lord liveth, so sure as many as believed, or as many as were brought to the knowledge of the truth, Through the preaching of Ammon and his brethren, according to the spirit of revelation and of prophecy and the power of God working miracles in them. Yea, I say unto you, as the Lord liveth, as many of the Lamanites as believed in their preaching and were converted unto the Lord, never did fall away. Can you believe that? To be so converted that you never fall away. You never leave that path. So what are the four key elements in here? They are first, the preaching of Ammon and his his lemonites. And for me, that signifies the preachings of prophets and apostles. And just as there were prophets and apostles in the olden days of the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, that there are prophets and apostles today in the Church of Christ. And number two, that we believe in the spirit of revelation. And instead of using the word prophecy, I I like to use the word foresight. And I will tell you what that means through an experience that I had. And so that's the second part, that we believe in the spirit of revelation and foresight. Number three, that we believe in the power of God and that it works miracles on our lives and in our lives. Not just our lives, but that our eyes can be open to how God works miracles in in other people's lives, in our children's life. And believe it or not, even in the lives of our ex-spouse. I know that might sound crazy because you're thinking, there is no way. There's no way that's possible. And I just want you to know that it is possible. It is possible because of the saving grace of the atonement of Jesus Christ. And number four, conversion, that we walk the covenant path towards a conversion to Christ, that it leads us to Christ, and that we are converted in him and through him and of him. And so I wanted to talk about each of these four elements in a little bit more detail. So let me just Grab my notes here on my trusty phone. (laughs) Number one, prophets and apostles. The first question that I had when I was first thinking about these four containers was, is it important that one of the cornerstones be rooted in prophets and apostles? And for some of you, that might be an obvious answer of like, of course, heo, like we should be rooted. But then there's another part of me was like, but is it, is it that important that it is one of the cornerstones? And I want to read to you something that President Nielsen said in one of his um, talks at a general conference. And President Nielsen is the president and prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and of the whole world. And this is what he says. We hear him as we heed the words of prophets seers and revelators ordained apostles of jesus christ always testify of him think about that that prophets and ordained apostles of jesus christ always testify of him and then he said i promise that you will be blessed with additional power to deal with temptations struggles and weaknesses i promise miracles in your marriages family relations, and daily work just by heeding the words of prophets and apostles. And they promise that your capacity to feel joy will increase even if turbulence increases in your life. Think about your life right now as you're going through a separation and divorce. It kind of feels pretty turbulent, doesn't it? It feels like a tempest on that ship in Galilee, and you're wondering, all right, God, where are you? Jesus, you're still sleeping and like there is a storm and this boat is about to sink and you're sleeping. Where are you? Pretty turbulent. And sometimes it does seem like God is asleep and not paying attention to us and what we're going through. But I have come to learn that that is so far from the truth, that maybe that's what our brain wants us to think so that we begin to not choose our faith. we begin to choose something else that is not grounded in Christ. That's not grounded in our Heavenly Father. And so, yes, one of the cornerstones is that we are believers and followers of prophets and apostles. And that they are ordained and that they will always testify of Jesus Christ. And by heeding them We can open ourselves to so many blessings. Now, does that, is that just enough for conversion? And my answer is no. It's just one of four cornerstones, but it is a necessary cornerstone in the container of the woman at the well. All right. And then number two, that we believe in the spirit of revelation and foresight. Now, I first want to go to explain to you what I mean by foresight. Back in December, I was, it it was a weekend. I did not have my kids, so I was resting and relaxing. I'm not even sure what I was doing. I probably was watching something on Netflix. (laughs) And right in the middle of it, I had this vision come up in my mind. And with this vision came these words that I was going to have a meeting with Todd. Now, I had no idea what that meant, but I knew that that was something that was going to happen, that I was going to have a meeting with him, that I was going to be talking to him about something. And... I was and revealed what I was going to talk about. And what was interesting about this foresight compared to a revelation is that in the foresight, the words were "you will do this," but not a command. Will not not in a command form, but that it was going to happen in the future. I was I was going to do this. It was already decided that I was going to do this. And so that's what I mean by foresight. Versus for me, a revelation. And that could also be considered a revelation that you can also call that a revelation. But just for me, it, it just has kind of a different, um, a different feel, a different energy around it versus a revelation. When I am pondering on an issue, when I'm not sure what to do and he gives me the answer. He's like, here's the answer. This is what you need to do. Or this is what you need to, to go and get. Or this is what you need to ask. And so for me, that's revelation. The foresight, it's almost opening up a window of heaven into the future. And he's like, hey, by the way, you're going to be doing this. And I felt the truth of it so strongly that it really overtook my fear. Okay, there was a little bit of fear. (laughs) I really did want to say no, but I couldn't doubt it. I couldn't doubt the truth of it. So that's what I mean by foresight. And so in regards to now revelation, I know that as as someone who has also gone through a separation and you're going through a separation and divorce, there are so many questions, so many questions about how to handle it, what to ask for, how much to ask for, when to back down, when to give in, when to negotiate, when when to stop negotiating. How to speak to your spouse about a specific issue that you don't want to because you're afraid it's going to turn out really, really bad because of some past experiences. How to communicate with him. How to curb your anger and begin to to hold on to peace and hope and love. These are the questions that your attorney cannot answer. They just can't. They can give you their very best advice, but at the end of the day, there are so many options. And I know that you, as a woman of faith, want to do what is right in the sight of God. I know that because I am that woman too. I want to do what is right in the sight of God. I want to be able to come from a cleaner place, not from a place of anger, not from a place of frustration not from feeling resentful, but if possible, from a place of peace, from a place of graciousness, and maybe if it's possible, a place of Christ-like love. And so to be able to harness that kind of knowledge, to be able to harness that kind of wisdom, that kind of truth, cannot be found on this earth. And you know that. You know that the only way that you're going to find these answers is through the spirit of revelation. Is to be able to connect with God on a revelatory way, revelatory level. And this is what President Nelson says in a talk called Choices for Eternity. And he gave this talk, I think in January 2022, to a, to a worldwide devotional of young adults. And to this day, it's still one of my most favorite, favorite talks that I've ever read. And so I will definitely link this in the show notes because I want you to read this as well. And he, this is what he says. If you have questions, and I hope you do, seek answers with a fervent desire to believe. Learn all you can about the gospel and be sure to turn to truth-filled sources for guidance. We live in the the dispensation when nothing shall be withheld. Thus in time, the Lord will answer all your questions. Let me read that last part of of that again to you. We live in the dispensation when nothing shall be withheld. And thus in time, the Lord will answer all your questions questions. That is a promise. That is an apostolic blessing upon each and every one of you. Because I know you have questions. You have so many questions. And you want to do what's right inside God. I get it. You want to be able to have that spiritual conviction so you can move forward with courage. Conviction and courage spiritual conviction, spiritual courage. And then President Nelson continues on, in the meantime, immerse yourselves in the rich reservoir of revelation we have at our fingertips. Immerse yourselves in the rich reservoir of revelation we have at our fingertips. I promise that doing so will strengthen your testimony, even if some of your questions are not yet answered. Your sincere questions asked in faith will always lead to greater faith and more knowledge. As women going through separation and divorce, that is actually what we really, really most desire is for our questions to be answered. And if they're not yet answered, to know that God is holding them in the palm of his hand And will give to us the answer in its own due course. When it is his will. But in the meantime, what is he saying us? What is he saying for us to do? To immerse ourselves in the rich reservoir of revelation. So that is the second cornerstone, a pivotal and key cornerstone in the container of the woman at the well. And then Number three, to recognize the power of God through everyday miracles in our lives. And it's not just our miracles, but it's the miracles that our children are experiencing. It's the miracles that even your ex-spouse would be, be experiencing. I cannot tell you how many times sisters that I have had encounters with my spouse Um, not negative encounters just, just talking about life or day to day things or just sharing what's going on in our lives and God will just open my eyes and he's telling me see I'm in his life right now and I can see from my spouse's narrative how God has been just leading and guiding him and even though he can't see it like he can't see it he doesn't recognize it he doesn't know it but I know it because God opens my eyes and it's like he's saying don't worry I've got him you don't need to worry you don't need to worry at all you can just let go it's okay it's not your job to take care of him anymore it's my job to take care of him and when I see that, I am filled with so much gratitude. So much gratitude that God would let me see that miracle, but so much gratitude that God in his graciousness and in his mercy would be with one of his sons that is struggling in his faith, that a struggle of faith, a struggle in crisis never keeps God God away from us. I personally believe that it actually draws him closer. The issue is we don't always see it because we're so in our our heads. We are so in our heads of suffering and crises and and depression and, and distress. But God is really there. And if there's any one thing that has taught me how merciful Christ is, how encompassing the atonement of Jesus Christ is. It is because of my separation. It is because in my own mortal eyes, I think that someone is not worthy for God's goodness and miracles. And then God turns around and proves me wrong every single time. Every single time. So if God could love him, then I know that he can love me. And I know that he loves you and your ex-spouse. As painful as that thought might be. <laughs> and if it is, friend, let's connect. Let's chat. Because I'm I'm not sorry for saying those words. I, I'm just not. <laughs> and so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that that we can begin to open our eyes to the miracles that are in our everyday realm and that they are a testament and a witness of God's power. So that is the third cornerstone of the container. And one other thing that I just wanted to share with you in regards to miracles is that the very word itself okay, means a wondrous work of God. An object of wonder, a story of a miracle, a miracle play, and it is connected words like astonished, marvel, wonder, and then my favorite, favorite definition of miracle is to smile. Isn't that crazy? Have you like has that ever like occurred to you that the word miracle could be connected to to smile but as I was thinking about that and then like thinking back on all the miracles that I have witnessed I can't help but smiling and I wonder if even when we are going through a hard thing even when you are getting ready to go through court even when you're getting ready to go through mediation and you don't want to I wonder if God in his universe sees our life as a wonder as a miracle that he's astonished that you as a faithful Christ following disciple would be willing to go through this hard thing and still hold on to your faith. Wouldn't that be a wonder to God? Wouldn't that be so astonishing for him? Wouldn't that make him smile? I think it would do more than just make him smile. I, I believe that he is filled with so much gratitude for you, that he is filled with so much joy for you. Because what you are willing to go through in the midst of your mortal existence. And that no, this is not the ideal experience that we thought we were going to have. But maybe. This is experience that we needed to have to anchor ourselves more firmly in Christ and in our heavenly parents. And that as we are anchoring ourselves in discipleship, our life is a miracle. Our life is a wonder to behold. Your life is worth being smiled upon by your heavenly parents and by your Savior, Jesus Christ. So yes, yes to miracles, yes to seeing and recognizing the power of God on a daily basis. And then number four, that we walk the covenant path that leads to conversion to Christ. And that this is something that we will be doing for the rest of our lives. That we may think that we are fully converted, but we're never really fully converted. But it is a journey that we'll be walking. And I hope that we get to walk together on this journey of conversion. And with that, I want to just leave with you One more part, and these are not my words, these are words of President Nelson, but I felt that it was so fitting because it is, it encompasses what this container is meant to to achieve. And this is it. As a Lord prophet, and again, this is President Nelson speaking, I bless you to know the truth about who you are, to treasure the truth about what your glorious potential really is. I bless you to take charge of your own testimony, and I bless you to have the desire and strength to keep your covenants. That's it. That's it, ladies that's it, my sisters in Christ, that within this container, we begin to remember who we are, we begin to have revelation and foresight of our potential and the possibility of what we can do to gather Israel. By recognizing the power of God in everyday miracles, that will strengthen our testimony and help us to continue to walk the covenant path that leads to conversion to Christ. This is it, it's that simple. Now, is it supposed to be easy? There's gonna be times where it, it's not going to be easy. There's gonna be times where you may not want to do this. There's gonna be many times where the nature reaction is absolutely not. I know that because that's my knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Although I am getting better, but it's, it's taken a long time. <laughs> but I'm so grateful that God in his loving kindness has not given up on me. He's not like, oh, there goes Heo again. Knee-jerk reaction, like saying no to me. Ugh, so, and just so annoying. I know he doesn't say that. He's like, oh, she's so cute. She'll get around to it. Just give her a couple of hours. She'll be fine, <laughs> although in God's time frame, that might be like two seconds. So it's like he blinks and then I'm like on board. <laughs> but for me, I am a testament of these four cornerstones, that I have lived by these four cornerstones and I have seen miracles and received revelation upon revelation. That has helped me to have such an amazing experience, a revelatory experience throughout my separation. And this is the gift I want to give to you. This is what I want you to experience. I want you to experience at the end of the day how much God loves you. How much Christ thought of you in that Garden of Gethsemane. How much he was willing to die for you. And I know that if he had to, he would do it again for you. For your children and even for your ex-spouse because their love is that expansive their love is that deep their love is that infinite so please come join us come join me on this journey on this discipleship journey let's Let's strengthen one another. Let's teach each other. Let's share with each other the miracles that are being brought by the hand of God. And that as we up-level our own spirituality, it will help the whole group up-level. Where we can be such a force for good and such an an example of what is possible, of what is possible for a woman that is going through divorce. And if we can do that, if we can achieve that, nothing, nothing is within, is nothing is outside of our reach, nothing. And I just wanna leave that with you, my sisters. I want to leave my testimony and my conviction of Christ with you. He lives. He knows us by name. He is in the turbulent storms. He is in in those moments when when we seem to be filled with fog and blindness, when we feel so dead, when we feel so hopeless, because it seems like we're losing everything that we love. He is there and he loves each and one of you so much, so much that he would pull me out of my comfort zone Throw me into a marriage that was going to end in a separation so that I can help you. So that I can be your guide, your facilitator, your friend, your sister. And to lead you back to a God that is wanting to be seen by you. I know that. I know that's so deeply into my heart. And so I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet with you at the woman at the well. And to share with you the story that you are wanting to share. I'm going to leave all the links in the show notes. And so please please click onto my links. Please connect with me through a call. Let's connect. Because if you're listening to this right now, it's because you're meant to. We're meant to find each other. Thank you so much for coming. If you want to learn more, about how to confidently navigate your separation and divorce subscribe to this podcast and get on my email list at heonorthcoaching.com that's h-y-o-n-o-r-t-h coaching.com all links will be found in the show notes until next time take care